sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, it's Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM, 96.9 FM. And I am joined by Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Andy. So, the landscape changed a little bit this week. I did not see that coming, to be honest with you, that the governor and the CDC would announce that, uh, for most of us, the mask mandate has gone away. Well, you know, he had said July 1st or when 70% of the state was vaccinated. So I kind of thought it would be before July 1st, but I actually thought maybe June. So here we are. And um, it isn't even because we reached the 70%, is it? It's because the CDC just kind of overruled. And I think they were looking at the data. And this is just me saying that the data, data was matching up with the expectations that the people who were vaccinated, weren't getting COVID very often, or it matched up with what they thought it would be, and those who did get it were getting mild cases. That's so awesome. It is awesome. It's oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Does so that change awesome. anything for Realtors? Well, it's so funny because, of course, I still wear a mask when I walk into a house, and I had a listing appointment just last evening, and I walked in, and, and it was for a young resident and his wife just uh, finishing residency and going into um, an, a position at Mayo. And the first thing he said to me is, we're vaccinated here. And I'm like, I am too. He's like, great, feel free to take the mask off. I'm like, okay. I will do that. Yes. Well, you know, I, lo- I loved the masks in the winter. You know that because it just kept my face warm. It was kind of nice. I was outside showing houses. I didn't look like a dork because I had a face mask on. I looked like I was just, uh, you know, doing my thing, right? Like we're supposed to. But now that it's hot and it's, um, yeah. you know, it's not hot, but it's warm out now. And when you're in the car and you're trying to talk to your client, it's like, oh, I just love to take this thing off. Yep. So, yeah, no, it feels good. I wonder if this winter, especially now that there are so many of these masks that are somewhat fashionable. They're yeah. Printed patterns and yeah, yeah, yeah. business. Oh, yeah. Designer brands, everything. Because I, I know folks who work outdoors and, but they're, you know, they're, well, they do deliveries. How's that? Yeah. And they, so they're indoors, outdoors, indoors, outdoors. And they they loved them just for I the warmth. Too. Just I did because. too. Everybody's like, oh, I hate these masks. I'm like, nope, not me. I love it. I love it. I love it. So it didn't bother me at all. I, I actually going in and out of the car and in and out of the houses and, you know, from the cold to the warm, it was it was kind of nice. Didn't I, bother me. I also miss being able to see smiles. Yes, that is the hard part. When I would sit at a listing appointment, I would sit across the room from someone. It was hard, not just for them, but for me too, because it's hard to read someone's facial expression if you don't know them and all you can see is their eyes. And then the worst thing was I have one client who is deaf and she's a lip reader so she's just like is it possible that you could just stand farther back and take off the mask i can't hear you and i need to read your lips i'm like of course of course you know there has to be a you have to break the rules for certain things all the time right absolutely i know that they in a lot of healthcare centers centers they've developed the (laughs) the one that has the plexi clear clear just just where your mouth is and and for that very purpose 
Yeah, that's actually really smart. And to see the smiles. I know I, I actually went to a wedding during COVID and the bridesmaids and groomsmen had the clear so you could see them smile. So it was good because I think you're right. We miss seeing people's smiles. Depending on their smile, it could look a little scary depending on the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're funny. Hopefully not. Okay. So... Well, speaking uh, of smiles, let me give you something okay. to smile about. You were talking I? before we turned on the microphones that uh, there's some statistics out there that will, or at least look uh, promising, right? Yes. So, you know, April was another strong month for home sales, right? I mean, this spring market started in January, as you've heard me say, for the last four months, and it just continues. We continue to see the multiple offer situations and they continue to drive the prices up. But the one thing that I was hoping we were going to see, and I've sort of kind of, you know, halfway predicted it without over promising, is that I felt like our inventory was going to start to increase. And sure enough, I think just the weather alone and it becoming building season and people digging and building has, has been one factor. But our new listings in Southeast Minnesota were actually up 22.2% in April. That is surprising. Yeah. And Not the, to you, but to me. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm super happy. And the pending sales increased by 40.9%. Um, and the inventory shrank because every time something came on the market, it sold, right? Okay. So, so. we still have 59.5%. So let's just round it up to 60% fewer homes for sale this year than we had at this time last year. Is that right? Yeah. And yep. we were in May of last year after we were already in the pandemic for a time. Yeah. Yep. So we oh still goodness. have fewer. Oh, no, yeah. that, that has me surprised a little bit. Yeah. No, that's the fact. And so um, we've seen 5.1% more closed sales in that past year. And we've seen a 5% increase in price in that past year, but we are still sitting at 59.5% fewer homes for sale. So that tells me the demand remains very, very strong. The demand is strong, for sure. Okay. And 22% obviously is not enough to overcome this. No, but at least we're we're moving in the right direction. Okay. So we <laughs> haven't we haven't sunk and gone under where there's you know we've come to a standstill. I mean, yes, a house comes on the market, it sells, and then another one comes on the market, it sells. But we're keeping those buyers happy. You know, we're being able to meet the needs of those buyers, not as as um, you know, not by the masses by any means. But if we just plug away one at a time. We're still going to get to where we need to be. It's just going to take longer. Is there any type of home that is accounting for the higher uh, number of listings, the increase in listings? I, you know, I'm, th- I'm talking price range, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're seeing houses in all price ranges. And the, like I've said, uh, I hate to sound like a broken record, but never before have we seen houses in the high price range sell as quickly as they are selling now which is fantastic and it's because of a couple of things the price is becoming more of a norm you know i mean when i started selling real estate 22 years ago then there were very few houses that you would ever see on the market for a million dollars i mean if you did it was like whoa did you see that house for a million dollars that's the one they would be making up well there was no tiktok but that's the one they would have been making a tiktok video about (laughs) the cave house sold by the way 
Oh, it did already, huh? Already. I knew it would. Uh-huh. There's something out there for everybody. And, yep, that house was listed at 550000 It didn't last a week on the market. I wonder how big the centipedes are. Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, well, I did not go in the cave. I told you that. <laughs> I'm dying to know who bought it and what in the world they're going to do with that cave. Yeah. You know, the thing that popped in my head strangely enough, and this is because of St. Paul, but I don't think you could get it zoned to do this, is if you did a bed and breakfast gangster style. I'm talking oh, about yeah, like yeah, 1920s yeah. gangster yeah, yeah. style. Yeah, had, oh, true. And big barrels in the caves. Like Okay, I like it. But I don't know if you could get a zone to do that. Cause yeah, like a like a um, speakeasy in the yeah, caves. Yeah, 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 fun. That's a cool idea. Creative but, thinking. Yeah, it's too late now. It's sold. So yeah. I well, I mean, who knows? Maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe that buyer is listening right now, going, "Thank you, Andy." <laughs> There's <laughs> another knows? million dollar idea. That I gave away. <laughs> you too. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of the higher price homes, I had a conversation with a young couple who they're talking about, you know, first time home buying. And the numbers that they were throwing out that they were looking at for their first time home, (laughs) my brain, it just didn't work. Yeah, 350,000. Yeah, Yeah, isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah, I know it. But that was for their incomes and the interest rates that are existing right now, that was realistic. And I was, okay, the math works. I can't deny it. Yeah, so that's that's one of the other factors. You know, where people are making more money now. Um, the interest rates are low. The economy is good. Um, the high-priced houses are just becoming more the norm. They're, they've been the norm in other markets for a long time. You know, I mean, I have realtor colleagues who work in Scottsdale, Arizona, in Boston, Mass., and in Los Angeles who sell five million dollar houses 12 million dollar houses they don't think anything of it i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> you know when we get it is crazy but now our market and i i'm not i'm not predicting by any means that we're going to have any 12 million dollar houses on the market in rochester anytime soon um but i don't what? see that but i mean eventually eventually i think it'll come sooner than you think actually with the pace yeah. of change that we're seeing here we are chatting with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results, and we'll continue doing so after this quick break on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife? Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney here this morning. And uh, you mentioned that inventory... Was up twenty two percent last month, and I imagine that some of that came your way. <laughs> you know what? Um, everything I listed last month is sold, but I've got a wow. few that I've listed this week that are available. Um, I think last week I was telling you about that beautiful brick executive ranch style right. house out in Byron. Sold. Yeah, it was. Yeah, beautiful. But anyway, yes, I do have some nice and a little bit all over the board. So a little something for everybody. Um, some really nice new listings. I have a um, walkout ranch, three bed, three bath townhome uh, located at 2639 Viola Heights Drive, Northeast. 
Okay. That's kind you know, of those, a, You don't see those often. Right. They don't come on the market very often. You know where that is when you come up right. and you turn by the fire station there and it's back in behind the quick trip, mm-hmm. kind of tucked in back there? Yeah. It's very, very nice. And these folks actually, after they bought it, completely remodeled the kitchen. So the kitchen has gorgeous custom cabinetry and granite countertops and a very nice open floor plan. So two of the bedrooms are on the main floor and a third one is in the walkout lower level. Really spacious. It has um, 1,700 square feet on the main and 1,450 more down below. So we've got 3,136 square feet of finished um, townhome and actually it's 335,000. Is that a standalone so, townhome, or is it? Um, they have one other one connected to okay. them. So, yeah, they do. Well, but the garages, that's yeah. pretty big for the, not being yeah. a standalone. Yeah. No, it, it's very nice, and the price is great because you know, again, three hundred and thirty-five. That's a tough price range to find anything, right. and and this is a really nice home. So and that it actually. Yeah, and it just hit the market yesterday, so it's available now. I can't promise how long it's going to be available, but certainly I'm available to show it today. So if anybody's listening and hears this and wants to see it, I'm on there. Okay, and then we also listed a nice ranch-style house over on um, 5662 Prosper Avenue Northwest. Okay, you have to tell me where that's at. Um, it is over in what's Harvest View. You know where Harvest View is over by where that um, Gibbs School is. Okay, see that's why I didn't so, know. Yes, yeah, so Gibbs School. There's a, like a new housing development, sort of right to the, I guess, east of yep. Gibbs School. Fastest yeah. growing area in town, right there. Yep, it's a nice, it's a nice place. And this one is um, just a slab on grade. It has. Uh, 434 square feet in the lower level, but just for, um, what do you want to say? It's a utility room down there? You got it. You got it. You got it. So we have um, two beds and two baths and, get this, a three-car garage. On slab. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect for the person who might have some mobility issues or something like that. Yes, it is. Uh, lots of square footage, and that one's 374.9. Okay. Okay. So there's two in that very affordable these days price range. Is, when I mentioned the mobility issue, and, yeah. and you mentioned about two in a row here, ranch homes, yeah, which I imagine matches up. Is that? Are you seeing that more and more as the baby boomers age, that folks yes. are looking for you know one level or minimal number of stairs? So you know those that townhome development that I've been selling out. Um, in Essex? Essex Park. Yeah. yeah. So we only had one building up, which had two units, and they both sold, of course. So now we're continuing on. We had to work through the city with some replatting, and that's going well. So now we're going to be moving forward. And every single one that's going to be built from here on out is going to be zero entry. And it's for exactly that reason. Even the folks that are buying them that aren't wheelchair bound think well in case i become that way or be in case i need a walker or whatever it's just going to be easier to get yeah. in and out of my house without the steps so yes i think it i think it's very smart and um so 
yeah, the other 40 units are going to all be zero entry. And some of them will still have a lower level. Right. And, you know, now with those chair riders, if people um, can't do the stairs but they want to finish the basement and use it, they can always put in one of those. I have one of those in my house, and I put it in so that when my parents come over, they don't have to climb the stairs. I mean, they can. They're both capable to do it, but it's a lot of work for my mom, and um, my dad refuses to ride the stair rider (laughs) at this point, but it'll be there when he needs it, right? That was a pretty slick invention. I've known a few folks who have, you know, they bought this house, and it was obviously a gorgeous house. And they, but they have a lot of steps in it. And yeah. they thought that that was going to be their house that was going to be the house. But then, you know, somebody had a, a hip fracture or somebody had something right. happen. And next thing you know, they were looking on the market for what you're talking about. And so right. yeah, I was just curious because you mentioned two ranches in a row. Very good. Yeah. So um, this next one is a two story. And it's actually going to be available for showings. It's it's what we have, the coming soon status. Okay. I've told you about that, right. right? Where we can put it online and people can see that it's going to be coming, but nobody can get in it to show it, not even me. So not even the listing agent can show it until that date comes. And so for this particular one that is on the 21st of this month, uh, we'll be able to get people in. And it's a nice place. It's very new. It was only built in um, 2013, but the people are relocating because of their job. Okay? So it's a great big two-story, four bedrooms, three baths. Wow. It's got um, 2,600 and 79 um, finished square feet, and then it has a completely great big lower level that could be finished. It sits on 2.2 acres. It's out in um, southeast in, what do they call that neighborhood? Colonial Oaks. You know where that is? Out by the gun range, sort of? Oh, now I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a hot area out there now. Yeah. It's a really nice neighborhood with a lot of newer homes out there, younger families. Yes. You'll see a lot of kids out there riding bikes and stuff like that. So, um, you know, a little room to spread out with those, with those two-acre lots. But it's a very cool house. It has a lot of nice features. So that one, you can find it online as a coming soon. The address is 3412 Grant Road, Southeast. But again, can't get in it until the 21st of this month. And the price on that one is five forty nine nine. So the coming soon, Robin, when I go to the, can I, does it have interior fo- photos? and all? Oh, yeah. Okay. We do. All listings, um, all realtors don't do that. Some realtors just put the exterior photos. But in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I'm not criticizing the way anybody does anything. But in my opinion, I feel like let's give them as much information about the home as we possibly can. So if they want to put it on their list of houses that they definitely want to get inside, we've provided them with, you know, disclosures. We've provided them with the interior photos. We've just, you know, we've put everything out there so they can see it. They just can't physically walk through it. Because of that, we have actually received listings on our coming soon's sight unseen. And I got to tell you, that makes me a little nervous. <laughs> You've talked about that before. Oh. Well, we're, we're going through some of the properties that are available now or soon available with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results. And we'll talk some more when we come back from this very quick break on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. 
We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Spring is here and summer is not far away. Let Livia wake Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're talking with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And Robin, you've been sharing some of your new listings with us. Are, are there any more on the list? Any more on the list, but any more to discuss? Yes, I actually have one that I listed just, um, it's been two days on the market. And we did coming soon on this one. So um, we had people anticipating its arrival and we had four showings scheduled for the first day for yesterday. So I think we have some more showings today. So hopefully this one will sell quickly as well. It's just a beautiful house. It is uh, 1211 Fox Hill Place Southwest. So it's up on top of the hill and it's got it's out on the rim so when you're in the kitchen the uh living room or in the even in the lower level your view is of like lake george and then just miles of trees and now mayo lake so it's just beautiful and when the trees grow up in the summer and all fill in with leaves you still have a view of the lake but you also have a, a nice sense of privacy back there and in the fall, oh my gosh, just panoramic. And I love this house because when it was built back in 2002, I was the listing agent for the builder at that time. And so I sold it the first time and um, that owner kept it in his family for a while. He and his wife lived there and then they eventually sold it to their son. And then the current buyer bought it from the son. So it's on the third owner and been very very well maintained it's got it's a huge ranch it's got five beds four baths a three-car garage it's got 2596 square feet on the main floor and another 2500 down below so it has gorgeous yeah over 5000 square feet of finished um over 5,000 finished square feet, and it sits on almost a half acre. I think it's like 0.48. And, um, yeah, it's it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I'm looking forward to selling this one again. And um, that one is listed at 929 okay. which, believe it or not, isn't a whole lot higher than what I sold it for when it was a brand-new house back in 2002. So, in my opinion, it is a steal of a deal. Yeah, that does. That, that sounds like a gorgeous property, especially I know where that location is and the view that you're talking about if you're on the edge of the road. Yeah, that's. And it's a really quality built home and it has really nice finishes and gorgeous wood floors. And I mean, big open kitchen, very, very nice house. Well, Fireplaces up and down. So, yeah. <laughs> you could go out. I'll show it. I'll be happy to show it. Well, All right. So it's nice to hear that. Uh, the things seem to be trending the right way and maybe more balance in the market. Probably not all the way back to a, a balanced market, but more balance. But not a bubble, okay? It's not a bubble. Well, it can't be if there's this much demand. Exactly. I am so tired of people saying, when is it all going to fall apart and when are the foreclosures going to come to the surface? So I'm going to share an article with you. Okay. 
that was um, published on May 6th, and the tit- it's in Realtor Magazine, and the title of the article is, This Isn't a Bubble. The U.S. housing market is on a hot streak with double-digit annual gains in home prices, bidding wars, and surging buyer demand. That type of soaring housing market is prompting more bubble fears in some corners. But economists say the housing market isn't getting overinflated. We have strong conviction that we are not experiencing a bubble in U.S. housing, says Vishwanath Trepatur, whoever he is, a mayor, a Morgan Stanley strategist. Okay. And then another one, uh, Lawrence Yun, the chief economist of the National Association of Realtors, agrees. He says this is not a bubble. It is simply a lack of supply. So rest easy, people. Yeah. Everything is going to continue to be good. The housing market is going to be a very solid place to put your money for several years to come. And it's still, it's not like it was where... You went in, it was so darn easy to get a mortgage and to get a another mortgage and another mortgage with the speculators. It's not like that anymore. Right. You right. are vetted still now to make sure that you can actually afford the property that you're That's buying. exactly right. And so the people who are buying these houses, and, and yes, you know, I could argue all day with people about are they, you know, are the prices overinflated? Are people paying too much? I think it's just like the subject of lumber. Yeah, everything has gone crazy. But guess what? If you're waiting for it to come down, you might be waiting a while. (laughs) And that's, uh, yeah. Uh, And especially in this market, particularly with the growth that is forecast and the growth that we've already seen. Right. And I mean, granite. And I do agree that especially like with things like lumber, it's going to even out. But I don't think they're all of a sudden going to say, oh, you know what? We should just start reducing these prices way back to the way they were a few years ago. I mean, people are paying the price. What would be the logic behind it? Right. Well, as you said, eventually it'll even out somewhat because those who are waiting are going to wait or whatever. It's going to happen. But it. Or production will increase exponentially, and that will cause... I'm talking about the lumber here side of it. Right. You can't just ramp up home production that quickly, especially in the labor market that we have today. Exactly. You're you're so smart. Oh, goodness. On this Saturday morning, apparently, I must have... (laughs) Had a good night's sleep. I must have stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. (laughs) Oh, brother. Oh, guys. Okay, so you... Describe a whole bunch of homes for us. How do we get a hold of you, Robin, if we want to go see one of these homes or add to the listings that you have available? Well, actually, I really love that last part. I mean, believe me, I am not one bit against showing people houses. That's what I do. I do it every day, and I love it. But boy, oh boy, I am loving these listing appointment calls these days because, again, we need inventory. So if you have something that you'd like me to help you sell or if you want me to help you find something to buy... I'm here for you, and you can call my cell phone at 507-259-4926. Awesome. Robin, you have a great week, and we'll chat with you again next Saturday. Thank you. Same to you. You Thank you, Robin. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9. Mayo Clinic Radio on the Hudson.